Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today, I want to talk about what happens when you break no contact. If you are currently in no contact, I'm sure you already know it's one of the hardest things you've ever done. Every bone in your body, every fiber in your being wants to break no contact, wants to reach out. But if you've been listening to my videos, then you know it's a bad idea. So I want to show you what happens when you break no contact. But before I do that, I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you'll be notified when a new video is up. So I have an email here from a coaching client that I had and I had told her to do no contact. And did she listen? Well, you'll find out. Okay, here we go. A while ago, we had a coaching call regarding an ex that asked for a break and then eventually broke up with me. You asked that I let you know how it turned out. And luckily she did. And for those of you that have done coaching with me and I've asked you for an update and you haven't sent it in, I'm still waiting. Send in your updates, thank you. Okay, well, I caved a week later and reached out to him. We met up and he apologized for everything, said he took some time to think and wanted to change and really wanted things to work out. He did research online about relationships. He wrote some things down. He even said he never wanted to break up with me, but said I was acting with pride, so he did it. Not sure what that means, oh, but okay. I was going away the next day and asked for some time, but we maintained the contact while I was away. When I came back a week later, I asked him what we were doing. Okay, you shouldn't have asked him what you were doing. I mean, you shouldn't have broken no contact. <laughs> but now, why are you asking him what you're doing? He's the one who broke up with you. He's the one who needed to put things back together. So on top of breaking the no contact, which was a bad idea, then this is the second mistake, trying to move things along, which is what you're doing when you break no contact. You think you can get the two of you back together. All right, and, and he said, we're taking this time to see if this is what we want. I freaked out and we got into another fight because I told him he was switching on me. Third mistake, fighting. <laughs> fighting lowers interest level. You want to avoid fighting as much as possible. And instead of freaking out on him, you say, okay, take as much time as you want and you back away. Freaking out on him is not going to convince him to come back to you. You want to freak out at home, go ahead. But most of the time when you freak out on someone, you're just showing them that you have a really high interest level in them and that they have the power and they can do whatever they want. That's why you want to control your emotions. But people freak out thinking that that's going to make the other person change because the other person is going to care about the fact that they freaked out. But someone only cares if you freak out or you get angry or any other emotion that you have if they have a high interest level in you. But if they broke up with you, they don't have a high interest level in you. So your freaking out on them is not going to affect them. If anything, it's just going to push them away. Um, okay, I told him he was switching up on me and just being confused because that was not what he had agreed to. And he said, no, he didn't want to break up, but no longer wanted to speak to me until he came back from a vacation he was on. See, so you pushed him away. Uh, so I stayed away. Okay, and three weeks later, he came back and told me 
He couldn't give me what I needed. He wanted to grow, and that us together wasn't the right thing to do. He said he wanted to be with me, loved me, but wasn't in love with me. Said he didn't hate me or anything, and that he didn't even know if he was making the right decision about breaking up with me. That That's, <laughs> that's one of the reasons we do no contact, people, because when someone breaks up with you, they're not 100% certain. Very few times have we been 100% certain when we've broken up with someone, right? Sometimes we have, once in a blue moon, but most of the time, there's still a part of us, a percentage that didn't want to break up. And that's why no contact is so powerful because it plays on their doubt. It plays on their insecurity about whether they made the right decision because you're not trying to influence them. You're not constantly bugging them so that they think, okay, I, I made the right decision or, or I can take my time here because this person isn't going anywhere. But by disappearing, they are going to be wondering if you are going to go somewhere just in case they change their mind, in case they start to realize they made a mistake. And so you really lose the power of no contact by breaking it because now you're reassuring them that even if they're not sure whether they made the right choice or not, you're not going anywhere. She says, I cried and begged again. <sighs> After three hours of this roller coaster, three hours of begging and wow, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just flabbergasted. Like three hours, like what does that look like? What did that? What does that say about you? I mean, talk about lowering your value. You're there for three hours crying and begging, like, like what? Like, like a puppy dog? Like, please don't abandon me, please, please. Like, how pathetic is that? That's the truth. When someone sees you crying and begging for them, that does not raise their interest level. They just want to get rid of you. She says, after three hours of this roller coaster and me just feeding his ego, uh, yeah, and feeling confused, I was able to get in my car and leave and I haven't spoken to him since. He sent me an empty email three weeks later and I never replied or questioned him. I realized I don't want this anymore and I deserve better than this. He left me feeling worthless, confused, and like I was played around with. All I want is to get over it and for him to contact me so I can ignore him. I hear that a lot. <laughs> anyway, that's what happened. I can see where I made my mistakes, especially by chasing. Well, yeah, I mean, the mis mistake was not listening to me because <laughs> I'm pretty certain I told her to not contact him, to leave him alone. So when you feel like caving, you are thinking short term. You just want to appease your anxiety. And at that moment, your anxiety is yelling at you and something triggered it and you're and it's saying quick quick you got to contact him i can't live without him i can't live without him you have to contact him you have to contact him and instead of thinking long term thinking okay but is this going to get him back or is this just going to appease my anxiety temporarily because you break no contact besides the fact you have to start the count over again but even if your ex talks to you it doesn't mean they're going to get back with you probably they won't get back with you so now you appease your anxiety for maybe a day, but then when you see that nothing has changed, you probably feel even worse than before. And so the next time you're thinking of breaking no contact, when your anxiety is yelling at you, you have to say, no, I have to think of the long-term strategy, not of the short-term strategy. And the long-term is to wait it out and not contact him. So think of your anxiety or being triggered as a cloud moving across the sun. So there's the sun, it's shining bright, and all of a sudden this cloud comes by. So temporarily, it's cloudy. So temporarily, you have this anxiety. Temporarily, you're triggered. But soon, the cloud will move away and the sun will shine. 
So when you're triggered, when you're feeling anxiety, do what you got to do. Have a plan of what you're going to do when you feel like contacting them so that you're not caught off guard. So, okay, I feel like contacting him. Therefore, here's my list of what I can do. I can go for a run. I can meditate. I can listen to songs. I can watch TV. I can do la 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 la. Have your list so that you don't give in and you don't ruin your chances and mess things up and make things even worse. Because maybe they could have gotten back together if she had left him alone. But in this case, they did not. Uh, so let me just read a few other short comments from a few other people who broke no contact just to, again, emphasize that you must not break it. Okay, um, this person says, I stupidly texted a dumb happy Thanksgiving message riddled with apologies and thanks for blah, blah, blah. I wish someone would have talked me out of this. Well, you should have called me <laughs> because the next message I received was pretty much a cold robotic F off. Nice. Nice. So this person broke up with you. You wish them a happy Thanksgiving. You give them an apology and you thank them for blah, blah, blah. Why? They kicked you out of your life, out of their life. And this is how you behave. No, they kick you out of their life and you disappear. You don't wish them a happy Thanksgiving and you don't apologize and you don't uh, say thanks for this and that because look where it got you. And then one final one, I broke no contact yesterday after two months, bad idea. That's their words, not mine. I took the high road and never insulted or was mean, but she kept baiting me into a fight, said we're not compatible, and a lot of hurtful things finally blocking my phone number. Now I have no choice but to do no contact. It hurts like hell having the woman you thought you'd marry go from angel to demon in a couple of weeks. So let me tell you something. No one goes from angel to demon in a few weeks, okay? <laughs> They're not Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So that means that the little demon part was there all along, but you either did not see it or you chose to ignore it. Because as Robert Greene says, your desires narrow the scope of your vision. In other words, love is blind. In other words, you couldn't see the demon part. Or if you did, as I said, you chose to ignore it. So hopefully by listening to this, you guys, I hope that I've convinced you to do anything except break no contact. But if you're still having problems with getting an ex back, with sticking to no contact, we can always do a phone coaching session or a Skype coaching session if you're international. And you can contact me at theartoflove.net. The direct link is below. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.